Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 542 for July 13 through 19, 2020. Welcome to This Week in Astrology, deepening your astrological wisdom since 2007. What's new this week? A Mars-Chiron conjunction in Aries can fire up both wounding and healing. And the Sun aspects every social and transpersonal planet except Saturn. Finally, this episode marks a truly rare occurrence. All seven events are bonus aspects that do not appear in my written forecast. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version normally includes chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns, except we don't have any of those this week. You can also see these graphics when they appear if you read my forecasts online. Just go to astroshaman.com, click blog on the menu bar, then choose the astrology forecasts category. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. What's old as we come into this week, we have a waning moon. We have four retrograde planets, Jupiter through September 12, Saturn through September 29, Pluto through October 4th, and newly Chiron through December 15. So let's get into our individual days of the forecast. Let's start with July 12th, where we have the first of those sun aspects to slower planets, sun trine Neptune, sun at 21 Cancer and Neptune at 21 Pisces. So this is really beautiful. The trine is easy, smooth connection. Neptune is the planet of spiritual awakening and inspired creativity and being in flow state. And the sun is in Cancer, which is the sign of emotion and deep heart connections. So it's actually a beautiful setup to feel unconditional love in your heart and to know in your heart what it is that your higher self is calling you to do. So it's a flowing, smooth, connected, inspiring kind of energy overall. So a beautiful time to operate generally in that flow state or in the zone that I'm talking about. Uh, now, of course, Neptune and Pisces can also go into a lower dimension. So try and being easy, automatic connection, it could conceivably connect you with the lower connections as well. So watch out for these lower connections. If you find that you're getting too much into substance abuse or excessive escapism or aimless drifting or being a victim in a partnership, that would be the low expression of Neptune flowing through. So redirect yourself to spiritual awakening or inspired creativity or being in flow state or even dream work. All those will move that into a better direction. The general rule I use with astrology is if you're experiencing the low part of an act archetype, go for the high side. Shift your attention to its more positive attributes. The one note I tend to make though is if you're dealing with an addiction, then you may need professional help. In which case, uh, if the desire to shift it on your own is not working, then please do seek the help you need. Let's move on to Saturday, July 14th. We have one, two, three, four aspects today. Most of the aspects of the week all crammed into one day. We have another Neptune connection. Neptune sextile Pallas Athena. Neptune, 21 Pisces. Pallas Athena at 21 Capricorn. Pallas Athena is the warrior goddess in Greek mythology. She sprang fully armored from the head of Zeus. However, she also is known for diplomacy, strategy, politics, and negotiation. If I didn't say negotiation already. 
So I'd like to think that Pallas would rather fight as a last resort. She'd rather talk it out. And with Neptune here, which in this context is easily interpreted as the flow of divine knowing, just know that if you're in some kind of conflict situation, ask yourself, ask your divine, what should I do? What would serve highest good here to resolve the situation for the highest good of all? then uh, you may just get the inspiration you need. I'm a big fan of asking for the divine to support you, whether it's energy or information. The more you ask, the more you get. So you might find it helpful to call in your divine to know what strategy or negotiation or diplomacy is appropriate if you're in a situation like that. And uh, I think that sextile, which is a smooth and energizing aspect, is very supportive of that. Also, Pallas herself is in Capricorn, which is about practical results and getting things done. Next up, on July 14th, we have a quintile between the Sun and Uranus. The Sun is at 22 Cancer, Uranus is at 10 Taurus. Now, Uranus is the planet of revolution, paradigm shift, be your unique, one-of-a-kind self, follow your intuitive hits. The quintile is a magical fairy dust kind of aspect of divine knowing and creative inspiration. So, in the bottom line, a Sun-Uranus quintile is fabulous for just knowing what to do through intuition. If you're not sure if intuition is real or if it's a thought, well, I know it's real, <laughs> but how do, you, how do you tell the difference between a real intuition and just another passing thought? When the intuition comes, you know it in your bones, you know it in your gut. It is a knowing in the body and not even in the mind. When you get those and you have that absolute certainty, the moment that thought arrives, whether that thought is knowledge or call to action, those you can take to the bank. That is your higher self sending you a text message. Uh, if you're having to think about it and roll, roll over rational stuff, that is not an intuition. Now, to be clear, when an intuition comes, the moment it arrives, there will be that absolute certainty. You may then, your mind may then jump in and throw doubt all over it and question it. That doesn't count. All that matters is the moment of inception, there was certainty. That's how you can tell an intuitive flash. So watch for those here around the days around July 14. They should be especially strong. And also, Uranus isn't just intuitive hits. Uranus is also be your authentic self. If you want to put it in other words, fly your freak flag, be the real you, however bizarre that may be, and show that to the world as boldly as you think is wise. Uh, even a higher level of Uranus is serve others using the special gifts you most love to use. You may be inspired to do that here under this aspect. So a lot of beautiful ways that you can uh, bring this all together. With the sun in cancer, it's like follow your heart, know in your emotional state what's true. And with Uranus connecting to a Cancerian sun, you will probably feel in your heart chakra what the right thing is. Alrighty, next up we have the sun connecting to another slow planet opposing Jupiter. Sun, 22 Cancer, Jupiter, 22 Capricorn. And Jupiter's sun, I mean, what is Jupiter? It's expansion, it's energizing, it's joy, euphoria, celebration. It's making things really big. So this is a wonderful time to be large be, and let your presence really be felt strongly. Um, you, the sun is not only the core of identity, it's the core of vitality. And Jupiter, the big expander, can energize you strongly. So this might be a great time to be out doing things and making things happen and maybe getting a little more physical. So uh, wonderful things all to do. Uh, again, the sun in Cancer, you're going to feel your emotions amplified. We've got another aspect coming up the same day that is about wounding. I'll get to that in a moment. So just know that there's a lot of energy here to work with whatever you need to do. 
Uh, let's not forget some other meetings of Jupiter. It's the quest, the adventure, like King Arthur and the Holy Grail kind of stuff. So on July 14, the days there, a week before or after, I said, what, what am I called to do? What's my quest? What am I really excited about? Uh, also, the last one on July 14th is a Mars-Chiron conjunction. This is probably the most potent aspect of the week. And Chiron is the wounded healer. It represents the wounds from your childhood or the wounds you've carried over from your past lives, maybe the wounds you've picked up from your family lineage, some of us more advanced souls, or even uh, picking up wounds from people we don't even know and processing them. Okay, uh, Advanced not meaning superior, just means that some people have a ability to work more skillfully with the heavy energy from other people and are, are assigned those tasks. Um, which might sound like a really horrible thing, but actually it's quite wonderful when you are put on the team because every piece of heavy energy you process, you get a beautiful energetic reward for that. Uh, but I digress. So Mars Chiron, uh, know that Mars on the low side can be attack and aggression and leading to wounding Chiron. It's even all in the sign of Aries, which again has Aries and Mars have the same meaning, you know, attack, warrior, you know, go on the offensive, um, that kind of thing. So under these energies, maybe it might not be a bad idea to steer clear of, of aggressive or violent people um, who, you know, you know are prone to attack or aggression or stay out of environments perhaps that might be conducive to that. Um, however, if you do get triggered, um, it's good to have a tool that helps. I always like to offer my healing invocation that was downloaded into me way back in 2011 in the middle of an ayahuasca ceremony. And it's just seven words spoken to your higher self. You simply say maximum healing that serves I as good, please. You rest in passive breath awareness, or more accurately, you rest your attention wherever you're feeling that challenging energy, whether it's emotional or physical, it's somewhere in your body. Just rest in that after you say those words, be passive, just witness it. And lo and behold, your divine self will get in there, will stir it up, flush it out, and you'll be done with it. There's a link to it in the show notes, and you can link over to my post where I tell you more about that. This is a completely free tool, by the way. So that's working with the more challenging side of getting your stuff stirred up, all of which basically, as you'll read in that post, takes you to the next level of your awakening. Every piece of shadow, every piece of old wounding that is successfully processed and cleared once and for all actually deepens your spiritual awakening. So know that doing your shadow work, facing those old wounds and challenges, is one of the fastest ways to wake up more deeply. So anyhow, what about the high side? I mean, it's all that's high side too, really, when you think about it. It's just a little more challenging. But Mars and Chiron on the high side, Chiron is the mentor and the healer. And Mars and Aries are all about stepping forward assertively. So here around July 14th, are you called to step forward and be an agent of healing, be an agent of giving wisdom in some way? That's really juicy and energized here. And the people I know who are the best mentors, the best healers, are the ones who've had their own significant challenges earlier in life. When I talk to clients and they've been through this, I say, oh, all that wounding, it was just on-the-job training. You were being trained. You had to experience in this lifetime the challenging stuff. So you would now be ready to serve others who were having similar challenges. It was all just setting you up to be ready to help, ready to serve. So that's a beautiful way to frame those challenging energies. Uh, and I'm being called intuitively to add one more thing. If you feel like you're being especially challenged, it's actually a sign that you are an especially potent agent of service potentially. Maybe you may not feel it now and you're just all so covered up with your own stuff, you don't get that. But I've seen over and over in my practice, and I've worked with now close to 9,000 
clients, all right? The ones who get the most challenge are the ones who have the greatest potential for service, the brightest light waiting to blossom within them. So if you're being strongly stressed and challenged, know that you're actually being called to grow into your power, go to that next level, master that challenge so you can rise to the next level of your own evolution. None of this happens arbitrarily, in my opinion. It all is purposeful. So I hope that's encouraging if you're going through especially a tough time right now. All right. Um, not bad for no script here. <laughs> All right, so Sunday, July 15th, our final, oh, not final at all, sun opposed Pluto. Whoa, like Mars Karan wasn't enough, okay? So here's the sun at 24 Cancer, Pluto's at 24 Capricorn. Similar vibe, actually. Pluto and Chiron actually have some similar meanings. Pluto, however, is the official lord of the underworld. The underworld is where the shadow work is buried, where all that old stuff that hasn't come into your consciousness is waiting to be come up for healing. And uh, sun-opposed Pluto can be a time of intense shadow work where you get old wounds triggered. That happens quite frequently. Um, but Pluto's also uh, a powerful opportunity to grow into your wealth and power, two of his most obvious high sides. What's wealth? Well, it could be money, of course, but wealth is what's valuable to you, tangible or intangible. Anything that makes your life better is wealth whether it's something you do or something you have. So just it's a good time when Sun opposed Pluto. Ask yourself, what is my wealth? What gives me wonderfulness in my life? Whatever it may be. And you can call for that when Sun opposes Pluto. Pluto is also power. And there are two basic flavors of power. Power over and power shared. Power over, look no further than Donald Trump. He's dominating. He's controlling. For him to win, he feels like you have to lose. That's a zero-sum game played by a lot of people. Okay, so... If you want to do the power over game, you're probably not interested in my stuff anyway, because I don't do that. It's a shared power thing. So if you want to go the shared power route, that's where you access the power within you. You connect, you know, the way I would phrase it, you connect to your inner flow, your inner divinity, your inner source. And that gives you this amazing stream of power that just illuminates you and lights you up constantly. It's never ending. It's, it's infinite. You have literally an infinite power supply open to you when you connect to that. And then you don't need anyone else's power. You're overflowing. you got more than you need. In that case, the desire to pull energy from others to dominate or control falls away. There's no need for it anymore. Now your desire, oh, wow, I found the source. Let me show you yours. It's all the same source. You can have it too. And your desire becomes to help others access their own power. The rising tide lifts all the boats. And the shared power um, game is where everybody wins. So I would encourage you to uh, approach that. If you don't feel like you have your own power online, I have another invocation. I'll put a link to that in the show notes for embodied awakening. Again, same simple idea. You would say maximum embodied awakening that serves highest good, please. You're saying that to your higher self. Then you just go to passive breathing, come completely passive and just let it come in. Like water into a sponge. You're the sponge. Your divine self is the water. It pours in, fills you. And sometimes just within a few seconds, bang, it's all there. Your higher self has merged with your human self and you are now connected to that power source. I've, I've guided thousands of people through this process. For many, it takes a minute or two. Uh, some people find it hard to believe. You can wake up that fast and easy? Really? It's not a permanent awakening for most, but it can be refreshed. Anyhow, more on that if you want to go to my site and look at the Embodied Awakening Invocation. Again, look at the link in the show notes to learn more about that. So those are some cool ways to work with the sun opposed Pluto. How to step into your power, into your wealth, as long as you're willing to deal with the shadow work that is blocking it. I think Rumi had a wonderful poem said something along the lines of, Seek not love, seek to remove the obstacles to love. 
And it's a metaphor, love is your divinity, that you already are. It's already fully awake right there inside you. You just have to peel off those layers of old pain to get to it where your human self can access it consciously. All right, enough on the Sun-Pluto opposition. We've got one more on Thursday, July 16th, Mars quintile Saturn, a more subtle aspect. Mars at 11 Aries, Saturn at 29 Capricorn. So this is an Energizer Bunny setup. Whenever Mars and Saturn get together, you can get so productive. Mars is energy, just drive, excitement, just impulsive. I just want to go do it kind of energy, especially in Aries. What is Saturn? He's here in Capricorn, this a sign he rules. He's saying, okay, let's let's not just blow it all at once. Let's parcel it out. Let's, you know, you know, like a battery, not just one big explosion. Let's let's make this last for hours, days, weeks, years. How how mindfully, skillfully, how responsibly can we manage this vital energy that Mars provides? So here, the Mars-Saturn quintile is simply a, an inspiring opportunity to have longevity, endurance. Um, the beautiful marriage of the, the, the young vital energy of Mars and the wise you know, implementation of Saturn. And the quintile means you'll be getting these intuitive inputs to inspire you exactly how to do that. A beautiful, beautiful little aspect there. Okay, that is all the aspects for the week. Let me give you an announcement on my Awakening Plus program where everyone's welcome to participate in most of the live events for free. Here are small descriptions of the July online events I've scheduled so far. On July 14th, this coming Tuesday, as I record this, Shamanic Awakening Ceremony. All the evening events on Tuesdays are at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, by the way. This intense experience combines the healing power of shamanism with my invocation cycle for embodied awakening that I've just been referencing. It usually lasts about two hours. We create sacred space, then do a series of invocations to help you move into embodied awakening. I use voice, rattles, and drum to ratchet up the energy to high intensity during the extended healing round. Then, on July 21st, that Tuesday night, Group healing, immunity boosting, and awakening. Enhanced immunity is obviously good to have here in the midst of a pandemic, so we call it in along with embodied awakening and healing. This is one of our most popular events. It will last somewhere between 60 and 90 minutes. Then our guest presenter for July, the incomparable Natalie Rose Martin, giving us tools for energy management and hygiene. That's Tuesday, July 28, 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This will be an experiential workshop. You'll work with practical energy tools that empower you to create shifts in your own experience. We'll practice ways to find center, refine the auric field, clear unwanted energy, seal energy leaks, and connect with the new earth. Regular use of these tools cultivates a clear, grounded presence from which to relate, create, and serve in alignment with the self. This will increase your positive impact in the world, and there will be an opportunity to be in the hot seat for the benefit of all. Finally, we have our weekly New Earth support events every Saturday at noon Eastern Daylight Time, except not a week from this Saturday. Um, I don't know the exact date as I record this, but um, I believe it's the around the 21st or so. We're not doing that Saturday. Please check my website from the link to, to learn which date that is. In fact, I'll just peek real quick to see if I can... Oh, not handy. Wait a minute. I'll, I can calculate it in my mind. Uh, so that Saturday will be roughly the 18th, I believe, that we will not be meeting. So um, again, verify that on my website. Sorry to be imprecise about that. 
We will create our sacred container, invoke embodied awakening, and then flow energy to support the more awakened new earth currently blossoming. The divine always rewards us with personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss. And we've done this a bunch and it's different every time. Never fails for variety. Awakening Plus features at least three live streaming events each month, although I'm currently offering many more to support you during the pandemic. Most events are open to everyone for free. The archive of over 240 transformative events, accountability partners, and the forum are available exclusively to Awakening Plus members. Learn more at awakeningplus.com. Thank you for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All of my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance, and during the pandemic, I have dropped my rate significantly because so many people are having a tough time financially. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. Learn about all this and more at astroshaman.com. The show notes I mentioned are at astroshaman.com slash 542. Again, astroshaman.com 542. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is info at astroshaman.com. My number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We are wrapping it up. Once again, please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you are getting this episode so others like you can find it. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen as one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, a chance to win a free consultation with me, that's a private one, and have your chart possibly interpreted on the show. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. Whatever your sun sign, my forecast can help you make the best use of the current astrological energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern Time Zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. Everyone's affected by these global transits, but you'll be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me. Learn more about my Astrology Plus at astroshaman.com. Services will be right there on the menu bar, and first pull down under services is Astrology Plus. Thank you again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.